story monster. What's a story monster? Guess who's watching now? Who? Guess who's listening now? <laughs> who's reading now? Who? Who's learning now? It's the story monster. Yes, the story monster. Learning now, it's Story Monster. Story Monster are so silly. Story Monsters Among Us A Brief History of Human Storytelling. Written by Conrad J. Storad. Illustrated by Jeff Yesh. Copyright. Story Monster Press Narrated by Brian Dewar McNamara Produced by The Daydreaming Network Story Monsters Are Always Among Us Introduction The Power of Story Past, Present, and Future People love to tell stories We love to listen to stories We love to read stories. We love to watch stories. Stories have been a part of us from the very beginning. Why? The answer is simple. Humans are storytelling creatures. We have rich cultures and many languages. Our large brains give us the ability to learn, understand, and remember. The brain can translate our thoughts and dreams into stories. Best of all, it allows us to share these stories with others in both spoken and written form. Of course, some creatures have brains bigger than ours. They too can learn and communicate. But it is our ability to create and share stories that sets humans apart. Storytelling helps form the foundation for all human teaching and learning. We can't help ourselves. We love to tell stories. We always have just not always in the same way as we do today. Thousands of years ago, there were no books, no television, and no internet. In fact, there was no written language of any kind. Spoken language was very primitive, but early humans still shared stories. How? They painted images on the walls of caves. Human language got more sophisticated as time moved forward. Still, nothing was written down. That's because no one knew how to write. Stories were shared aloud in spoken form. Every group of people, every tribe, every village had a storyteller. The storyteller knew all the stories of the people. Every story was memorized. In ancient times, people gathered around a campfire in the village center where they listened for hours to the storyteller. When the weather turned cold, The best place to listen to stories was near the fireplace after a tasty supper. If you were a child growing up a long time ago, you had to listen. And if you were a very good listener, you learned the stories. You might even have grown up to become a storyteller yourself. In this way, for thousands of years, stories were passed along from one generation to the next. Eventually, people learned how to write. The invention of written language led to books. The creation of books allowed for stories to be shared in new ways. 
We are lucky to be living today because we have books in many forms. We have libraries large and small. We also have the internet and computers that allow for the preservation of all stories across time. We are not alone. From the early days of painting on the walls of caves, humans have never been alone in their love for stories. Something else has always been watching and listening. These watchers are shy. These listeners do not want to be seen. They come in many sizes and forms. They are story monsters. Do story monsters spring directly from the human imagination itself? Or do they come from somewhere else? No one is certain. Story monsters are shapeshifters that can assume the form of many things. They might be the size of a pea or as large as an oak tree. In ancient days, story monsters often took the form of elves, dwarves, trolls, or giants with a single eye. They might appear as flame-spewing dragons, three-headed dogs, or as a monstrous woman with her hair made of venomous snakes. In other lands, they appeared as dancing goddesses with many arms or different animal heads. They could show themselves as leprechauns, humpback flute players, ugly witches, snarling wolves, or as beautiful princesses with long flowing hair. One might even appear as a little girl in a red cape, walking through the woods on the way to grandma's house. Story monsters are still here in modern times. They still come in many sizes and shapes. Today, they might look like big red dogs or curious little monkeys. Some can appear as a wooden puppet with a long nose or a cat with a tall striped hat. They've been seen as talking frogs or even as an aardvark with round glasses. Others have reported seeing a story monster as a very flat little boy or as a long rattlesnake who teaches her babies. One can even appear as a little boy wizard with a jagged scar on his forehead. One thing is certain, story monsters love stories. If someone is reading a book or telling a story, you can be sure that at least one story monster is somewhere near. They can be anywhere and everywhere. Story monsters are always among us. Keep your eyes and ears open and never stop reading. Lots of books. Who? Who loves to read? I love to read. Who loves to learn? Who? And loves to achieve? It's the story monster. Yes, the story monster. <laughs> the story monster's reading.